Okay. Here we are. I think we're live on Wisdom and live on Jurg's Radio. So um, this is our weekly, little weekly show um, that we do once a week. Imagine that, usually. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We call it This Week in Outrage, and it's where Lisa and I, hello, Lisa. Hi, baby. We talk about sort of things we saw in the news, things we saw in the memes and whatnot for the week, and things that caught our attention, or maybe we want to dive a little bit deeper on the backstory or something like that. We found something humorous or interesting about that story. So I also have another podcast called Outrage Overload, which is a science podcast where I interview uh, researchers, scientists, guests, uh, experts like that um, about outrage in society, outrage in politics and lowering the temperature. And that's a, you know, a semi-serious podcast. And this one is more just kind of a little fun little chat. So what have you got for us this week, Lise? Um, Well, I just want to say because before next week, um, between this week and next week, um, you're having a big anniversary. I, I guess I am, aren't I? Yes, yeah. you are. <laughs> is that right? Is yes. that this week? Okay, yes. all right. It's this coming week. Oh, so you will have been doing your um, Outrage Overload podcast for a full year. I am, I am immensely proud of you. Thank you. I think you have uh, tapped into a, um area where, you know, it was a lot of people did a lot of podcasts of, you know, pick a side and let's talk about how the other side sucks. And you chose to do a podcast of how um, don't let don't let the uh, other guys fool you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and don't let yourself fool you. Don't let and don't let yourself fool you. Yeah, don't don't fool yourself, man. We're we're all in the same boat, but we've got this um, entertainment industry, shall we say? Because I heart I hate to call the uh, well, camp a political industry, but well, there's such a blurred line between entertainment right. and politics these right. days. Right. We love to all uh, argue about politics, but at the end of the day, we all just want to have um, what's best for our families, what's safe, what's, uh, and we all want the truth. We really all do want the truth. So. Well, I think we also don't need the stress. It's like we want. There's no reason to be. Well, I mean, there may be a reason, but we need to keep the stress to a, to a, yeah. yeah, to a to a reasonable level. Well, when you get super stressed too, don't you? Your thinking it isn't always clear. That's so, right. Yeah. Um, we need to uh, really, and it's hard in this day and age of social media, as as we're using right now. I mean, we're definitely consumers of the social media. Um, we do need to. Um, realize what's important and i think you to me are very important (laughs) (laughs) why is that funny as are you (laughs) (laughs) and um, our family so i just want to say um here's cheers to you cheers thank thank you for doing the uh outrage overload podcast not this podcast the outrage (laughs) overload podcast a real podcast with scientists journalists authors people in the know and uh so we'll have to maybe after your anniversary show and stuff have a little bit of a breakdown on how you feel. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. There's so much and I've been getting more and more, you know, sort of comments lately and questions and stuff. And, you know, and I'm not the only one that does a podcast like this pretty much all by myself. 
No, you pretty much are. No, there are other people that do a lot. Of, you know, do podcasts by themselves not, too. Not well, no, of course you. they're not as good. No, yeah, but <laughs> no, but I mean, and someone was asking me, you know, how many people are on your staff? Is it like six? Is it like eight? And I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> I do it all. Like I research. I know I'm not even on your staff. I research the talk. We talk. We discuss ideas once in a while, but for the most part. Oh, I will. I will email you stuff or text you stuff all the time. But that, and then I just say, go, go run with it. I'm. I am not. Uh, on, uh, you can't say that I'm. Well, if this ever gets super big, yes, I totally one hundred percent want all the pro- credit. producer credit. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. but no, I mean it's like you are definitely um, I'm, um, on your own. Therefore, you have. I mean, these are and it's different than this podcast where we pretty much record it and just you know drop it in the queue and s- submit it. I mean, that you don't podcast. Edit it. Sometimes <laughs> I have to do a small editing, but generally no. Is it because of my uh, foul potty mouth? I don't edit that out because this one I don't I don't have that restriction because it's not anybody else but ours. But uh-huh. um, but yeah, no, it's not that. It's just sometimes something goes wrong with something in the audio. We do something weird enough to fix that. But uh, generally, no, I don't really edit. I just put it up. But, but no, the, I mean the other podcasts, I'm working. At, I'm you know coming up with topics to begin with, and then I've got to find an author that has something about that. I mean, I've got to go find research about that topic, and then I find the authors and I see if I can get them to, to come on my little show. Like I'm a nobody. Why are you coming on my show? Why should I come on your show? So I get you know find those guests. I, I reach out. I do all that coordination to get the guests, and then you know of course I research and finish. Make sure I'm fully up to speed on the, their work, and then I have them on the show, record the interview, and then of course, I I come up with an intro. You know, kind of a depends on the guest and what we talked about as to how much of an intro it needs. But sometimes I'll do a, you know, like a mini doc almost, kind of setting up what we're talking about and why we're talking about it, and bring in clips and bring in music and all that stuff, and do all those edit all that editing, and then, you know, and I, then of course I mix it all together. So I mean, there's a lot of steps there. Yeah, no. <laughs> and then plus content and putting a web page together. No, and, and and what you're leaving out is how thoughtful you are about the people that you choose to talk to, and that. Um, it's critical to this show. Yeah, I'm very selective. Yes, just like you were with, with choosing a wife. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you that what I did is like. <laughs> Called all these people. The first one that left a voice that call answered me back. I took. <laughs> Are you talking about your wife or your, yeah. your podcast? Yeah. No. Well, That's truly, true. Julie wants to come up, so I'm going to invite truly Julie up That's real fine. quick. So yeah, so you know, the other thing about this show I didn't mention in the beginning is this show we don't mind just a little bit of imbibing while oh, here we go cheers while we're while we're talking so <laughs> we'll, we'll usually get the information will start flowing more as, as the drinks go on <laughs> that's fantastic do you know i really enjoy just uh, listening to you both but that's a lot of that's a lot of stuff to put together you know that is manpower time isn't it that's absolute dedication in my book to producing me, me something yeah so hats off to, to both of you, you know, um, David for putting all that work in and you also for supporting and encouraging sure. and, and then providing us with the delight of it, you know. So it, that's basically what I wanted to say really is come up and say, thank goodness you do do this stuff because if you didn't, I wouldn't be able to hear you. <laughs> and for me... Some, some people might say, mm, we don't need to hear that, you, but that's... <laughs> no, I, I think exactly the opposite. I think it's awesome and to kind Thank of share you. those steps as well. 
Thank you. The, you give us the bones of it, and that's a rare thing. So, yeah, Thank I just you. wanted to, to pop in and say that. Carry on being fantastic. Oh, thank you so and, much. Uh, I same, shall be there listening. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. So tonight, um, uh, I didn't make us cocktails. No. We're, no. We're, I'm drinking a um, winter ale, and you're drinking... Some cider. Winter cider. <laughs> some winter, winter, some winter cider made by our friends at Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we are uh, definitely... And it was uh, actually cloudy but kind of a balming day over here we actually quite warm it was nice yeah it was a nice day but um i have a couple uh things about the weather that are kind of shocking but let's go back let's go directly into the news okay so i have, I have a few things i definitely want to get in here <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to start then no you go ahead well i just want to my thing is um so we uh for the sixth time only we've uh, expelled someone from um, Congress, and because he refused to resign. And a number of those were like Civil War, you know, sedition type people too. So yeah. it's pretty. This is pretty rare that this happens. Very rare, and it's been yeah. So and there actually have been a couple news stories about um, maybe we shouldn't have done this before right. he was charged. But he's charged. He's just not convicted. I mean, convicted, right? So I have two things I want to talk to you about. All right. This. First one is like, um, where do so, you get that dress? <laughs> <laughs> no. So one thing I'm talking about is that the huge, the big thing right now is that, um, because of all the Trump stuff going on is that you have some sort of immunity from being charged of crimes while you're, you're in office. And well, that's what he's trying to say now. Yeah, Santos is trying to say that. No, 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 no. Trump no. is saying Trump's that. Saying yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the executive branch, especially. But, but yeah, yeah, that's the executive branch. And, and Chatnik said <laughs> no. But um, so, uh, and I think uh, so. Something came up in the Smith case today that they said no, you you're going to go through enough. It's not going to it's not going to be thrown out. But I think he thought too that um, Santos thought for sure that he was um, not going to get thrown out, and then. He would just wait and just be vote, voted out, and he could... Well, he yeah. wasn't even going to run again, he said, but you never know, I guess, but yeah. Whatever. So um, so my question is, is like, how um, how much assumed power our elected officials think they have, that they can... Um, there are a lot of people sitting in a represent, represent uh, a seat representing us, and they've done some shitty stuff continue to do it um on our backs and on our tax dollars um but he i love i love that he's now throwing a hissy fit and say well i'm going to tell you all that what's going to happen what's happened and all these other people oh. i'm saying um take a take a page from madison what's Cawthorn. it Cawthorn's book where he said yeah we have sex and coke parties all the time Right, and they said, "Shh, don't tell anybody." Then they found a bunch of coke laying around, and he goes, "See, I told you." And they're like, "Shh, don't tell anybody." Nobody cared. Nobody cared. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I mean, if he's gonna come up and go, start pointing figures, you know, and I, like, like little kids do. And, and you know, maybe he has some interesting stories there. I don't know, but I'm sure he has. Doesn't make him a better stories. person. It doesn't make him a better person. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything's gonna happen. 
Well, that's true too. Well, then to to your point about sort of the, you know, what privilege do they have? I mean, they have a lot of the norms. You know, they get a lot of privilege, like the, you know, law enforcement, DOJ, everybody else is is you know sort of reluctant to pursue those cases unless it's pretty, you know, significant and severe and. And they kind of don't really want to make a, a big deal about little things. I don't know, for lack of a better term, there's probably something better. But So they do hold some norms-type prestige there. Now, legally, legally, a lot of that has not been tested that much, right? Yeah. I mean, the Senate, you know, has seemed to be able to get away with not, you know, you had, you had members of Congress refusing congressional subpoenas and nothing happened, right? Still. Yeah, nothing day. happened to this day. Right. And so is that because it's legal or just because nobody feels like doing anything about it? I don't know, right? I don't, I don't think that question's been answered. Well, the question has been answered if you watch my cartoon president. <laughs> yeah. We're Democrats. We don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, yeah, but, yeah, and I'm sure it works both ways. But I'm sure, yes. But, you know, so there's that. There's a lot of it that's norms. Like, it hasn't all been tested in courts of laws, and so we don't know. Mm-hmm. Certainly the executive branch has, and the presidency and specifically, has a lot more written in about this and there's also you know rules like the doj has about not indicting people while they're in office that's not a law that's just a rule that they have internally like it's an internal policy it's like a policy mm-hmm. and that policy could change but that's the policy they have now where they won't indict a sitting president but you know it's but you know there's certainly you know these ideas of you know you're not immune from everything you're not necessarily always performing your duties things like that uh, you know, is kind of what they're talking about here in this case is that, you know, you're not performing your duties 24 hours of every day. So not everything you're doing is necessarily part of your job. And when you're not doing the stuff that's part of your job, you're protect, protect, um, potentially not immune. So, you know, it's going to be tested. And you're certainly not immune. It doesn't carry with you for your whole life. Like you're not immune after you leave. Theoretically, you're not immune from being indicted after you leave office. And, you know, like why wasn't he indicted for uh, obstruction of justice? when they had a lot of evidence for that and they didn't do it. Like it's another one of these that kind of loathe to go after these people. Okay, so I have, so I have two questions for you. And of course, you know, your answer to the question is going to clear all, I mean, yeah, we'll I'll just, know everything. It's we'll fine. Know, you'll know everything and it'll, it'll also um, clear, clear this up. We're going to know. Mm. So I can just move forward from that <laughs> thing after that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's just so many questions. It's like well, we can say whatever we want to say, but does it change anything? I mean, right. I always think about AOC going, you know, realizing how much insider trading is going on, and actually coming out and saying, "There's a lot of freaking and it's legal insider trading going on. We should stop that." And she was kind of pulled to the side and said, "Don't you worry your pretty little head. You should buy these stocks." <laughs> yeah, and and she's not. She hasn't approach that other you know fast forward now we are still we uh as a country we're getting screwed these people are getting very rich on insider trading on laws and um conferences that they go through i do have some hope that katie porter is going to look into that and (laughs) and by the way if anybody would has five dollars please send it to katie porter (laughs) but okay so but this I think this George Santos thing is just kind of, I really want to make this analogy and um, you, you may uh, agree with this analogy, but, and you, uh, okay, many, many years ago, I was a um, Real Housewives fan. You couldn't tell me not to watch The Real Housewives. I love The Real Housewives. I 100% now am on board with you (laughs) and I agree 
that George Santos actually is a product of The Real Housewives. I'll tell you why. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, right now, Bravo's in a meltdown. Oh, they are? Yeah, Bravo's in a major meltdown. Um, the, The people that have come on to Real Housewives have turned out to be George Santos's. 100%. One hundred percent. Gee, what a surprise! Yeah, <laughs> no, it wasn't a surprise to me. I mean, I I bought a Lion Seeker. This was fun shit. We 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 loved the entertainment, but um, you know, people like wow, people love this. Let's just keep going with it. And now we have someone and, and real life, I real could, housewife. I could also say that MGT and Bobo are part of this whole phenomenon of. Um, what looks good on TV is what's gonna is what people are gonna watch, what people are gonna vote for. Right. It used to be like it would put you you you'd lose strikes for it. Now it's like you gain you gain from it. So you can name any city, any city that has a Real Housewife franchise, and there are many cast members who are in serious legal shit. Mm-hmm. Right. That. that they thought doesn't matter. I can get away with it because people love this. We're um, I'm special. I'm special. You know, I'm I'm rich, but I'm really not that rich. But um, I, so I have to maybe apologize to you. I'm not. I'm not going to say apologize. To <laughs> no, you, but. probably not that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. No. But um, so Bravo's in a major meltdown because all of, there are so many people in their franchises who are coming up with having some legal issues. I mean, like there's a, there's one housewife who's going to be spending some time in jail. She might already be in jail right now. I don't know. I've disconnected from the housewives because I agree. Now there's like the meta housewife story, which is all this tracking their legal affairs. <laughs> I know Bravo should have a spinoff channel where it's Judge Judy telling us what's going on. Well, it's going to be on Oxygen True Crime pretty soon, right? Well, I'm not going to say Oxygen's the best channel either. <laughs> I'm just saying it's going to move from Real Housewives to True Crime. It's going to go on Netflix. It'll, yeah, it'll be a documentary. Netflix. Well, George Santos has got to be a documentary at some point. Not, George Santos is going to be more than one documentary. He's going, yeah. to, he's going to be a many documentary. And he, this day, he's going to be the one guy, him and Madison Caldwell, they're going to be two guys, that have went into Congress and came out poorer. Well, I don't know. He was pretty poor to start with, but yeah. He's going to come out poorer. think so. And Well, not if he goes on Bravo. Or whatever, yeah, exactly. I mean, he might be able to exploit all this. Yeah. You know, because there, there's... Especially if he goes into... If he starts to really embrace his gayness and... Um, you know, he's now he's going to be a judge on Drag Race and... Um, is he really, or do you just think I that'll happen? I, everyone was saying he's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. No, that I, that's on its way out. That's for gone. Sure. That's leaving. That's, I have. I don't know why it. It's two two seasons past. It's <laughs> it jumped the shark a long time. A little ago. while ago. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, so I just have to say that I think that these Bravo celebrities are these people who identify with that whole, you know, look at me, look at me. Um, and then getting and once a lot of these, you think there's sort of a direct line from that to George Santos. I do, yeah. Because one of um, one of the things with a lot of these um, Bravo celebrities, they were interesting people before. They had they had somewhat of means, but once they got on TV and became 
popular, that's where their money came from. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know what that means? I have to freaking stay on TV. I have to, <laughs> I have to be irrelevant. It's not worth it. <laughs> I know people who go, if there was a Real Housewives of your area, wouldn't you want... No! Yeah. Absolutely not. I would not agree to any filming whatsoever. Yeah, not in a million years. No. No. But I really think that he is a product of the Housewives phenomenon. And I think there's uh, about... 40 or 50 years from now, there's going to be a um, history co- course in colleges. <laughs> like the downfall of American the civilization. The downfall of American civilization. <laughs> and you tried to tell me from the beginning. I'm telling you. Yeah, you told me. And it's the downfall of Rome. And that's funny because you, you never told me anything. Go, Lisa, this is not good. <laughs> None of this is good. And now I'm, well, I, I quit watching a few years ago, but. You, you were right. And I, I 100% think this is part of it, is that people think they get that little bit, they get that little bit of um, celebrity and they equate that as power and they just run with it. Yeah. They run with it. Oh, I mean, you see this also in, in like, now you're seeing it in really like these TikToks and Instagram celebrities who really think they're like somebody important. Like, dude, you have a TikTok. Like, you're just a dude with a TikTok. It's... You're just a dude with a TikTok. But, okay, but I will say that that is the, that is the new TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, that's where people's eyeballs are now. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, you know, you're more than a dude. This is, but if you remember way back in the day, okay, kid, oh, kids, we're going back to the <laughs> nostalgia radio. Gather close to the radio. Like, well, actually, well, that's what you're doing. No but, one knows what a radio is. <laughs> But um, uh, public uh, access, public access radio, mm-hmm. public access TV. Yeah, yeah, cable public access, yeah. Cable public, that was freaking... It's still there, it's still out there. Is it? I think it is, yeah, well, especially in small towns. It's now TV, it's now um, TikTok. TikTok, yeah. Well, because anybody can start it, yeah. But anybody could start that, it was the same thing. That's, right, that's the that's whole point. That's where you got uh, the, you know, the, the Bob SNL. Ross. Well, also the SNL, you know, character of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, you yeah. Know. Where uh, they had the um, NPR girls. Well, but also I'm thinking the one they made into a movie, you know, um, Dana Carvey and and Michael, not Michael Moore, what's his name? Um, you know, the billion, $1 billion guy. Oh, the, you're talking about Austin Powers? No, but I'm talking about Austin Powers, the actor guy, Mike Myers. Mike, Mike Myers. Myers. You know, what was that show they did on SNL? Come on. you're Wayne's World. Yes, oh, Daryl Wayne's, Wayne's World. World. Yeah. Yes. That's okay. that was totally a, a spoof of that, right? People doing those those local cable cable access cable shows. access shows. Well, but that's Wayne's what World. That's Wayne's what, World. <laughs> party down. Party woo, down. Woo, woo. And they're one hundred percent. Those are people on TikTok right now. Yeah, on TikTok, on podcasts, they're on all of it, right? They're on Yurk's Radio. <laughs> hey, me and you. Hey, me hey, and you. Cheers. Click. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway. So I so um, the hissy fit of um, Mr. Santos or whatever his name is. We is he don't, clutching his pearls over this. He's not clutching his pearls. He threw he yanked those pearls off and <laughs> threw them, and he's saying, "Okay, the pearls are off. Let's go." Let's throw down. Throw down. But I think he's waiting for someone to, to pay. He him took his money. earrings off and he's ready yeah. to fight. <laughs> he, he's popping his press on nails off. Hold my hoops. <laughs> But anyway, okay. that'll be interesting how that goes. Um, here's the sad. I mean, part. I I have to say I was wrong. I didn't think he would get kicked out. I didn't think they'd do it. Here's the sad part, David. Mm-hmm. 
I'm 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 watching it. Well, I'm watching the Santos story too. Why not? Well, I because I want it to be. I want people because I don't want any more Santos to be elected. But there will be. There probably will be, but maybe not. Maybe not quite like him. But also, I also kind of want to know like the story of the local people in that town. I think they deserve that area that voted for him. I mean, I think they deserve better. They do deserve better. We all deserve better. Yeah. He took up a lot of news time that could have been used someplace else. Well, yeah, that's the that's a lot of that going on. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the biggest problems, right? Okay, so what outraged you this week? Well, I think this kind of ties in with what you're talking about. Okay. And I'm real curious to know if this ended up on your list too. But did you see that? You know, do you know the um, this group called um, the Moms of Liberty? Yes. Okay. <laughs> So the Moms of Liberty are losing. They're they're losing. Well, they're somewhat that they're, they're somewhat. They they won some cases. They lost some cases. They're still out there. They're doing their thing. So, um, so the Moms of Liberty is this group. It's a conservative group that, on paper, you know, it's conservative, and on paper, it doesn't look, you know, it's 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 definitely got an anti-LGBTQ, and it's mm-hmm. got anti. It's got. It doesn't want critical race theory in schools, and it wants. Mm-hmm. And it says it fights for, you know, parental rights or whatever. Uh, family values. Well, yeah, but but so that doesn't seem so bad. When you actually though look into like the different players that have that have been involved in this and it's who's involved, awful. it's awful. Yeah, I mean, you, it's awful. You get people that, you know, like there's a guy that's very anti-Muslim and he's out there trying to shut down mosques, and he's talking about how everybody homosexuality is filth. Mm-hmm. Transgender rights are demonic, mm-hmm. uh, antichrist. You know, uh, you've got uh, some of the prominent members are tied to the Proud Boys, Three yep. Percenters, QAnon, Christian Nationalist, Proud Boys leader Enrique Tarrio, who now is in jail, I think. Yes, um, boasted that the Moms of Liberty is the Gestapo with vaginas. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and there's a cover front, the Parent Brigade, and they, you know, they. They have have a quote from Adolf Hitler: "He alone who owns the youth gains Wait, the future." I need to stop for a second. How do the Moms of Liberty uh, feel about having that title that they're the Gestapo with vaginas? Well, I don't know, but I think their buddies is kind of the point. Like they're they're. But as the Moms of Liberty, would you go? Yeah, please. No, that's not. Well, no, I don't think they do that. I think they, oh, they embrace okay. that stuff. Okay, keep going. That's kind of my point. That they're you know. So all this talk of kind of being, you know, and again, I can see how people could sort of look at Moms of Liberty and, and feel, you know, they're uncomfortable about transgender stuff and, and gender issues in general. They're concerned about, they think the parents are being pushed out of schools. They think they're, they're, all, they're concerned about all these cultural issues. And not everybody probably that supports that organization is that extreme. But the fact is they're, they're pretty extreme um, when you actually look at a lot of the leadership involvement in that. And they're trying to their, their big thing is to try to take over school boards all over the country, right? right. And they've had some success with that. I think they took that. over our school board. They might have, yeah. And they, they've had some success with that. They had some sort of loud failures where they were really trying to promote a candidate in some of those districts they lost. Um, but they did also win in some places. So it's not as dead as people think it is. But my so my point was there there are actually, <laughs> some of them are pretty darn, a lot more sort of hardcore than it appears in, at first blush. I only went through three or four of the five or six things that I have here uh, regarding them. But, so then that takes me to, so and again, I wanted to say I do appreciate how some people can get involved with this group and think it's, think it's good for them. But, and I was curious, if, like, if this was on your list, but do you know about the Florida chapter of the... Um, 
Moms for Liberty? Uh, and anything about uh, what happened there? Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I know that the Florida chapter, isn't that where the Moms of Liberty started? It might be, yeah, it might okay. be. And these are insufferable women. And so what are you, what are you referring to? Uh, okay, well, the leader, Bridget, Bridget Zeigler. Is she, on, is, she on, is she a real housewife? Well, sort of. That's what kind of the tie-in, right? So they they had engaged in a, with her, with her, with Christian Ziegler in a three-way sexual encounter more than a year before the incident. Before, and this incident is that this woman is now claiming that they that he Christian Ziegler um, raped her. Yeah. After after that, like in a separate oh, incident. That's going to totally tie into something that I'm going to bring up. So, um, but yeah. they were they were had a three three way, but it's not gay. It's not gay. But the three way, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who was it? Was it um, who did that song? Was it, uh, it was Lady Park. Gaga? Lady, no, oh, it was South. It was South. Um, yes, Lady Gaga, and also Mike Myers. Yeah, yeah. It's not gay if it's a three way. It's not gay if it's a three way. Well, there you go. Because they're very anti-gay, except when it's a three-way. Okay, but what? Remember too, recently. Or and rape is okay apparently too, because the husband is charged with rape, raping of that. Or you not? Is he charged yet? Or is, is it, it just, o- um, is it okay? Or is it? Uh, but he got caught, so now it's not okay. So well, now, and so this is so this it is was the okay thing. until the police got involved. Yeah, well, and this gets me back to the whole, you know, the, the sort of projection idea and the whole. I mean, half the time when they're saying this stuff, they're saying they're against it because they're the ones doing it. You know, and the whole hypocritical idea, right? Well, what we want, see all the time. To do it. That we see all the time in this stuff, right? This is why Epstein got went as long as he did. And by the way, this is exactly why. Right. Because he oh, wait, was, I don't know why. Tell me why. Because he was rich and he was powerful, and everybody wanted to be a part of that circle. So I guess he's not charged with this yet. Though it's been a complaint, and the incident is under investigation by Sarasota police. Okay. So but I'm, both I'm gonna, women have already. You know, talked about the three-way and the and the tryst that they had going on. The, the but they're moms of liberty, man. That you know what? And by the way, moms of liberty, you have the right to have a three-way if you want. I don't care. Well, but not if you're going to tell everybody else that these other things are exactly terrible. right. That's what I'm saying. It's so the, I want, don't care that they had a three-way. No. I care that it's about the hypocrisy of it and to try to control everybody else's life. I do life. care if you have a three-way. <laughs> well, that's different. Yeah. Right. It's none of my business if they had a three-way, really. No. But what's a, what my business is is the fact that they're out there telling, telling everybody else right. not to or all how terrible. They're sinners. They're terrible according to their own material exactly. and their own people. Exactly. Exactly. This is what, this is what we say. People can do whatever they want in their marriages. I don't care. Consenting adults can consent to whatever they want. You are not consenting. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I want to talk about, but so that's what I want to talk about, oh, yeah. this idea of this hypocrisy, the projection, like it seems like so many of these people that are out there just championing some supposed moral thing are the ones doing it. Like, Well, and this is the, and this brings up the one thing, and I, I might have brought this up last week, but I'm going to bring it up again because it rolls right into it, is the Sound of Freedom guy, Tim Ballard. Right. Who now has all these poor women. Wait, I'm not going to say poor women. You guys were, you're adults. You can figure it out. Right. But a lot of these women are they, now. They really believe in the cause. They, they think they're doing the, the right cause. thing. They enrolled in the cause. And he told Same them. Same with QAnon. He told them, you know, you and I are going to go check in this. We're going to go as a partners. We're going to uh, be a married couple. Um, That'll be our act. It's going to be our act. 
Uh, and then when he got her in the hotel room, he goes, no, we're supposed to be a married couple. Yeah. We have to do all of this. Do your duties. Do your duties. And all, and. <laughs> How's that work? When I, <laughs> how's that working? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I guess you weren't there at the wedding. Cause I, I said what my duties were. Very quietly. In small print. But I said it. <laughs> it was in small fine print. <laughs> no, but, but, you know, Tim Ballard's being charged. With, right. Um, people are coming out and, and filing cases of um, harassment and rape and um, sexual assault, the whole thing, you know, and it, and he's out there saying that he's doing stuff for good. And it's come up over and over and over and over and over again that he started, he went into these places that didn't have child trafficking, but since he went in and started asking about it, right, he started child trafficking where there wasn't any. Yeah. He's the only one that was asking for it, so... I'm not going to get, I'm not letting those people off the hook that then started trafficking kids. What I'm saying is there was no market until he came into these places and said, Hey, I'm looking for some kids. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's got all these, um, he's got six plaintiffs who've coming out with their name, come going public. There's a few more, four of them who are not coming out public yet. Hmm. How do we know about them if they didn't come out public? Somebody they're, else is they're saying they're part of the suit. They're oh, the I suit see. Filed. Oh, I see. It's like unnamed, whatever. They're yes. like, they're like the blanks, yes. fill in the blank ones. Yes, there's a suit filed for them, but they're not not public yet. In this complaint against the Christian Ziegler guy, he, I guess apparently Bridget was supposed to show up at the victim's home for a threesome planned on that day of the incident, but she didn't show up. Okay. But, so then the guy still forced the women, is what she says, forced the woman to you know, perform or whatever, or get involved in sexual acts. Um, but the wife was supposed to show up and didn't show up there, and then the guy just moved forward anyway. Where was the guy that used to do, remember that, to catch a predator? Yeah, yeah, where's that guy? Where's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> that guy needed to be there. Yes. Hey, have a seat. You can leave. No problem leaving. There's a bunch of cops outside your door, but okay. And so you wonder if the guy set the whole thing up saying, oh, yeah, my wife's going to come later. I'll just come over now, and she'll come later. And the wife didn't know anything about it. I don't know. Who knows, but pretty creepy either way and and i'm you know what i'm pissed off that i even know about this i don't need to know about your three-way i really don't right i really don't although i do when not bad to know about the rape no well yes you need to you need to be charged with the rape but it's like what this is such such bullshit people all right yeah so we'll have to watch what happens with the moms of liberty who actually are still being ruled by their men who are telling them what liberties they have and they don't matter. <laughs> yeah. And this Tim Ballard case. Well, and, I, and, I, and I'll, I'll admit that there are questions and things that are worth, there's a conversation to be had about gender stuff in school. There's a conversation to be had probably about racial equity too, but certainly this group is not necessarily the right extreme way to deal with it. But those conversations are probably legitimate conversations to have. We just need, you know, something a little bit more temperate to deal to deal with it we need professionals yeah so um sandra day o'connor died i know and she was 92 i think three 93 yeah yeah so i mean she's one of those people i didn't necessarily agree with all of her positions she was you know she was a conservative she's a conservative appointed by reagan but i will say i respected her a lot and i do think she voted her conscious conscience Conscious, that conscience. That's it. Those two words are really close together. No, two different words. Yeah. But, um, and and she you know she didn't always. She 
And she didn't always go with the conservative movement, you know, conservative side. She did side. not. And so, you know, I have a lot of respect for her. And, and I think she, she, she actually, held that position with dignity. She did. And she actually came out and said, my religious beliefs believe this is probably not true. But if you look at the law, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. how it has to then. Right. She respected a, the law. She respected the law. And I think she, you know, helped keep the court, you know, sort of respectful. So she's she's a hero, and uh, I yeah first woman on the Supreme Court. She should be on a she should be on the quarter. Yeah, it's, no, it's, yeah, sure. I I go for that. I don't think we're gonna have uh, physical money anymore well, pretty soon. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> well, I bet this one. Speaking of women, you know, sort of rock stars. Uh, I bet this one's on your list. Dolly Parton's album came out. I'm sorry, I brought that up to you last week. I know, but it debuted at number one on the Billboard Top because, Album Sales Chart. Because it's motherfucking Dolly Parton. Yeah, it's number one on the Billboard's Top Album okay, Sales Chart. I'm going to make a prediction. Everybody. Here's, something, here's the other thing. It's the highest ever, which surprises me, for her 32-year history. Yes. Okay, I'm making a prediction right now, right here today. Everybody mark your calendars. 2024, the number one... Um, a uh, girl's name is going to be Dolly. And oh. all the babies born. Mm, okay. All right. I, I can see that. I and, can see that. And it should be. If we had a baby, I'd name her Dolly. We can get another dog. <laughs> well, we talked Dolly, about We talked about we Dolly. We talked about naming the dog Dolly, but it was too far from her original name. Yeah. Might have so been we had harder. to name something closer to her original name so she would somewhat get it. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, this dog... We've only had her a few months, but how did we go so long without a dog? Well, she's a pain in the ass, too. So She's a pain in the ass, but you, so, <laughs> you love her so much. Yeah. You love her more than me, I think. <laughs> but anyway, pets really uh, make a difference. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. I, was ha- I went and visited a uh, family member and um, who I have a kind of a... Uh, cantankerous relationship with but I need to do some caregiving and um, all, all she said to me was like why didn't you bring Betty <laughs> like, well you know she goes well and she wouldn't talk to me the rest of the time well how's Betty <laughs> you should bring Betty <laughs> like, well nice to see you <laughs> all she wouldn't do is talk about my dog and I said well she's hanging with her dad because that's who she loves more than me <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, pets are pets are uh, amazing. So anyway, yeah. So now, so we've already into this call for I don't know how long, but we said men suck. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo sucks. So what's that? What else sucks? Well, P Diddy Combs, Sean Diddy Combs. Well, well, yeah. This guy's another 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 yeah, woman has come all, out. They're all coming. Third out. woman has come out accusing yeah. him of sexual assault. Yeah, and um, they say that the the um, they say. I kind of read that the reason that these women are coming out now is because of New York extended. Oh the, right, mm-hmm. um, and there's well actually it's it's, the other, it's kind of both. They extended it, but it's also going to end. So now right. it's their chance to do it. Yeah, right. So now it's their chance to do it. It's like the window is kind of now. So do you think a new law firm popped open? Could I mean, be. I'm I'm not going to say sort I, of an ambulance chaser I type thing. I am not for what. No, I am not saying that he's innocent. Right. It, by any stretch of the imagination, these right. women, if they were abused in any way shape or form need to uh need to have their day and they need to have their 
the justice, but I'm just saying that, um, do you think I, with, um, EJ and Carol and with all this other stuff, do you think a, uh, new law firm has opened up? <laughs> I don't know. Do you think posters all over the place? Were you abused by, uh, P Diddy? Call me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You picked billboards. Because I, I, I am not saying that lines get blurred a lot. They get blurred a lot. And, um, yeah, so. Especially in the 80s. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow, did they in the 80s, that's for sure. You and I worked at a company that, I'm so glad we found each other because it was a lot of this, um, we would meet up afterwards and go, wow, did you, so-and-so is the doing this, so-and-so is doing that, and we were just like holding hands going, we got to get out of here. Right. Yeah. Oh, but, I mean, that place was. Uh, but if, that, if that was be, it would be so illegal today to have something. That, like that. place was should have been should have been shut down. Hedonism, one hundred percent. It was yeah. like everybody was dating everybody, and well, you and I found each other there. But I think once we immediately found each other, it was like, yeah, we need out of here. This place is insane. This place is insane. This place is borderline. Well, it wasn't borderline illegal. Probably was one hundred percent illegal. But oh boy. Yeah, but back then CEOs could get away with a lot. Bosses could get it's it's not quite Mad Men, but it's along those lines. It was definitely along those lines, one hundred percent for sure. And we just like thought that was normal. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred. Well, you and I knew it wasn't normal. You and I knew at some point. Pretty early on. Yeah. So you saw that uh, Sean Diddy Combs stepped down as chairman of Revolt, the music yes. focused TV network. Yes. Yeah, and uh, let's see. So I wanted to, I did want, we, like you say, we've been going for a while, but I did want to talk about, we talked last time about some new words from the Cambridge Dictionary, right? Yes, do you have, no, do you have more new words? Yeah, so Merriam-Webster's word of the year is authentic. So. What, is there a new definition to authentic? They didn't, I don't think they came up with a new definition, but I guess authentic content creators is now recognized as the gold standard for building trust and and the the irony is authenticity has become a performance, <laughs> where you, where the more you can appear authentic, which means you're pretending to be authentic, the more you, you appear authentic. Yeah, yeah, it has become uh, uh, authenticity has become a performance because it's now the gold standard for building trust. So your whole point is to try to appear authentic, which isn't that like a oxymoron. But they what? they did. I thought the word was hallucination we talked no, about. Well, that was the other dictionary. That was Cambridge uh. Dictionary. This is Marion Webster. So they did add a few words. Most of them were boring, but I'm going to list out a couple here. Oh, they added new words? Okay. Yeah, they added some new words. So one is Riz. It's internet-driven slang. Do you know what that is? Riz. R-I-S-R-R-I-Z-Z. R-I-Z-Z. Two Zs. No idea. It's a noun, and it means a romantic appeal or charm, as in a bro who has Riz. Honey, you have or it can be used as a verb, which is as in riz up that cutie. And <laughs> that sounds very natural coming out of my mouth, as you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> riz up that Yeah, that sounds so freaking awkward, Grandpa. Exactly. So, yeah, oh, that's so that's funny. a word. I had not really heard that word, but I guess it's uh, very popular on TikTok. And uh, one person on TikTok specifically, I guess, sort of wants to claim that they invented that word. So I don't know if that's true that or not. Person? I don't. I don't. I don't know. I have to. I'd have to research that further. But here's another one: dead name, 
Now, th this one I like, and it's a, it has to do with parental rights bills being considered in several states. Such bills require schools to use what transgender supporters call a dead name. So I guess that's the name someone was given at before, birth, before, and yeah, they don't use it anymore. Mm -hmm. They don't use it anymore after transitioning. So dead name is now like showing up in legal briefs and stuff. Okay. And I hadn't heard that term, but it makes sense. I think it's a, um, yeah, okay. So that, those are the two that I sort of pulled out. The other ones were dumb. I didn't pull out the other ones. Um, all right, well, I have a couple of silly things if you want to throw them in, or what What do you got? Well, okay, we got like 15 minutes. We don't have 15 minutes. We have as much time as Fine, we want. Fine, we have as much time as we want. Gosh, David. There's not a time limit on um, our time on, on the on, on this quality of entertainment. There's no time limit. <laughs> <laughs> There's no time limit on our time together, but actually there really is time limit. Yeah. Um, so uh, the uh, Kennedy, Kennedy honors were handed out this week. Okay. Uh, well, actually tonight. Oh, really? So yeah. you don't? we don't know who won? I do know. Oh, because they already announced it. Well, yeah, of course they already know. Okay, so what do we got? Billy Anything Crystal. For? For being Billy Crystal. Like nothing particularly new. No, Kennedy honors. You know what the Kennedy honors I are? guess I don't. Well, maybe we should look that up. You should look up what It's that more means. like a Lifetime Achievement Award sort of thing. Lifetime Achievement Award. It, this year's slate represents an extraordinary mix of individuals who have redefined their art forms and demonstrated remarkable tenacity, authenticity, and becoming an original. So it's an art, Kennedy, um, the Kennedy Center Arts. Okay. So it's for artists. All right. So you don't think... Uh, Billy Crystal's an artist? No, I do. I just didn't know if he had some new record or new song or something. That's what it was about, but it sounds a like new, it's more a like a lifetime. new record or a new song? Billy Crystal doesn't sing. Oh, I, I'm thinking of, I was thinking of somebody else. Yeah, Billy Crystal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the comedian guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look marvelous. <laughs> I'm from Jersey. You from Jersey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, um, opera singer Renee Fleming. Um, Barry Gibb. Really? Yes, Queen Latifah. Hmm, okay. Interesting. And Dionne Warwick. But she already knew she was getting it. Because <laughs> you know she believes in... Um, oh, she's got the... Um, tel telepathy. Don't you remember... The, what's, of, the, what's the thing where you, you just think about the thing and then you're going to get it? Oh, that's the promise. The promise yeah. or whatever. Oprah called, Oprah called it something else, I think. No, she called it the promise. Was it the promise? Yeah. I, thought, I swear it was something else. No, Dionne Warwick, remember she had the... Um, Colin, the Psychics and Friends Network. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, geez, yeah. Had but to be shut down for unforeseen circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can't deny that Miss Warwick oh, yeah, has got sure. a, a catalog that's quite impressive. Yeah. So. And Derek Chauvin was, was stabbed in prison. We talked about that last week. Did we? Yes, we did. And we also talked about he's in prison for something else. Yeah. And I guess... Um, so, so, yeah, okay, I guess we already talked about that. Yeah. So, um, Jill Biden revealed the um, White House decorations, and I didn't even look because um, I'm not there and I don't care. <laughs> We're not there this year. Yeah. Well, we've never been there for Christmas. I guess not. Yeah, we've been there for they the don't invite spring. Us. They don't invite Well, we've only been invited once. So. Um, so, did you see the Amazon is now the biggest delivery business in the U U.S.? Yep, they've passed UPS, they've and passed FedEx. FedEx, and DHL, and the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah, I did see that. So how do you feel about that? Huh, it's interesting. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, they've sort of, you know, everybody's kind of getting into logistics. Well, yeah, and my company basically is a logistics company, but we don't use it. But there's a lot of companies that I, as I understand, but I'm not in that business, um, use Amazon's logistics. They are actually becoming the UPS. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I, I guess I didn't really realize that that had happened that much, that they had now become a general logistics company. I thought they were only doing it for their own stuff. Mm -hmm. But I guess just like AWS, once they've done it for themselves, they just start opening it up to customers. Yeah. Well, and then I think that's the next step of going, why don't you just sell on our site and you don't have to deal with any of this? Mm hmm So Tesla is suing Sweden. Okay. Did you know about that? Okay. They don't, they're not happy because postal workers there were uh, striking and, and blocking deliveries of Tesla license plates, which is weird. But And so the court is ordering... The, the transport authority. Please say that again. <laughs> I know. Say that again. Tesla suing Sweden after striking postal workers blocked deliveries of its license plates. The suit comes as Swedish postal workers have been blocking Tesla license plate deliveries as a show of solidari solidarity with Tesla workers. What is it? Okay. Why is this a problem? Well, maybe it's hard to drive a car in Sweden if you don't have license plates. I don't know. So Sweden, Swedish unions have been pressuring Tesla with strikes and blockades over the company's refusal so far to sign a collective bargaining agreement with employees. Uh, okay. So, yeah, there's that. And so now Tesla's suing them. Well, if, if we want to talk about Tesla, do we want to talk about Elon and his uh, totally manic out, uh, outburst? We can. We can. Doesn't I, try, see I try not to have him in my life. <laughs> well, then all, let's not. Let's yeah, not then. Okay, then let's stop. Let's not. Yeah. So the Murdoch, you know, the Alex Murdoch guy, the yes, lawyer yes, yes, and the murderer, yes, 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 he was yes. sentenced to an, in another thing, just 27 years in South Carolina State Prison as part of a settlement for stealing from 18 of his former clients. So that will be so concurrently this is, with his double do... life sentence for 2021 murder of his wife and son. And he isn't, he could not give a fuck. He does not care. At this point? No. I, at, yeah, I mean, at this point, but I mean, I assume he's also going to have to do, try to do some kind of retri um, retribution. Is that the Restu right word? The restitution. Restitution. He doesn't have anything. And that's the thing, is he may not have anything. The, the girl that his son killed, um, they had to pay that. Well, that family won a several million dollar restitution uh, case, and that family's never going to see that money. Mummy. Mummy or money. Either one. How many um, of these I know uh, how winter ales have I had? Check the uh, alcohol content on that. <laughs> it's probably only to. about seven. I think lower than seven. It's probably like six. So okay, so I'm I got the I got like nothing else. I had some stuff I wanted to do. It's like there was some stuff about how do you com you can compare your tipping behavior to average Americans, but like when you get into it, it's like a whole thing you have you to do. You and I got all flustered with tipping today. Oh, and lately, more than once too. Not just not just today. But you and I together. Yeah, because remember we were talking about tipping with Lisa the other night, and um, well, one, that, one of the other many we, Lisas we in our scarred. lives. We I know we have so many Lisas in our lives. <laughs> a lot of Lisas. We were scarred by this. 
uh, event that happened before. And every time we talk about tipping, it's always bring us back to this situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to go there. We don't want to go there. <laughs> but, yeah. But, I mean, it's like I, I wish we could just sort of go to the European model. Like, just just pay the people a good wage, and we don't have to try to come up with these tips all the time. Like, why am I responsible for paying these wages? Like, just incorporate it into the price of the thing, pay the people enough money. and But, you know, and that actually brings up the whole point about the economy. Like, right now we're complaining about the economy because prices are high. But, you know, wages are high too, guys. So, in fact, the economy is not as bad well, and as we say, think it is. It isn't as bad. And we complain about the comedy, but they say, I was reading an article today, spending is up. Spending is way up. Spending is so way you up. know the economy so, must be okay if people are buying stuff. Right. So you guys can complain all you want. And I'll tell you right now, the grocery store is insane. Yeah. What The prices in the grocery store is freaking insane, at least in our area. Um, so I know that prices change there. We've had a couple of, um, you know, homeowners insurance, our homeowners insurance jumped 30%, which is freaking ridiculous. Um We've had health care, but health care is based on age, so here's cheers to being old. But, um, <laughs> as, as Woody Allen said, it's terrible, but it's better than the alternative. But, I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. But anyway, so, yes, prices are way, are way up all over. Although, I was so excited, I paid um, uh, so little for gas, I sent you a picture. I know, that was awesome. And you're like, where are you? <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> moved to Alaska? Thing, the first thing you said to me, where are you? <laughs> I drove to another state. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, prices are insane, but spending is up. And and wages are up, too, so. Right. But And I don't want to say that people are strugg that are struggling suddenly. I don't want to discount the fact that there are people struggling. No, no, people are struggling. Like, there are people struggling out there. Yes, for sure. 100%. Even in a good economy, people can struggle. And I'll tell you how I know people are struggling. Um, Kiss is going on their final, their goodbye tour. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this time. And when I say. And when I say this is it. <laughs> Kiss is going on tour. Okay. Well, I think they still have 12-year-old boys as, like, fans, like crazy. Do you think so? I, I think, think so. I think it's sixty-year-old women. There's probably some of that too. Yeah, sixty-year-old women dragging their kids. Oh yeah, that's probably true. You're probably right. Yeah, so they're they're done. We're done. We did our final tour. We're done. So we'll see until the next time they need money. So, anyway. Um, and oh, let's see what else did I have that I wanted to talk to you about. The funny thing is, is like we sit down each, with each other and I want to talk to you so much about so many things. And then I kind of forget them all. I don't forget them all, but it's also, they don't make sense. So it's like, well, maybe I'll talk to you about that later. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I do have this anniversary, you know, happening this week and there's kind of a lot going oh, on Oh, so you do that. know you have an anniversary. I, I realized it was this week. I knew it was coming up. I didn't realize it was this week. Yeah. It was, oh, I was thinking it was off by a week, I guess, but. But yeah, so there's sort of a lot of stuff happening with that. And, you know, and the other thing, we, as I just finished that 30-day challenge talking about, like, crazy commitments, I did that 30-day challenge to do a podcast episode every single day for the month of November. So that was kind of crazy. Outrage Science Bites. Outrage Science Bites was the name of that podcast. And it's, I don't know if it'll go completely dormant or there'll just be occasional episodes after this. I don't really know what I'm going to do with it now. But there are 30 episodes out there it, you can binge listen to. And they're I, short, mostly. I think it's a good idea that you can... 
if you have an idea, if you have something you just want to talk about, you can just say, hey. Drop it in there. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a big, that took up a lot of my. Uh, trust, trust me, I know it took up a lot of your time. Not only, yeah, but it, it invaded this, our space in terms of like other things I should have been doing probably. But <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, I'm sort of, in some sense, I'm glad that's over. And I'm glad I completed it. I mean, that was a. Once I started it, I wanted to finish it. And there were some dog days in the middle that were running out of topics and stuff. But uh, I did want to try to finish that. I want that. producer credit on that show, too. Yeah, you, yeah okay. <laughs> well, Yerkes gave me a couple ideas. I did some stuff that he, he suggested. Nice, nice, so, nice, nice. So, yeah, so that's over now, at or at least the 30-day challenge is over. And so that's nice. That lets me kind of get back to where I was. I, I, I kind of you know, was definitely slacking off on a lot of other stuff during that period. But, you know, it's interesting. So you think about it with the main show, I have, you know, all at the end in, you know, at the end of the year, I'll have 28 regular episodes and another dozen or so bonus episodes. So really doing 30 in one month was almost double what I've done for the whole year. And how many of these episodes? Yeah, I don't know how many of these we've done. Probably 20 But these aren't work. This is pure joy for you. It is. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it is, no, absolutely. And, you know, and the fact, like I say, I don't, I, I intentionally don't do a lot of editing or anything. This is just like, we just, we just record it put it up yeah yeah and York says he wants to think about the hourly science bites on York radio somewhere which certainly we can do I mean they're they're you know they're interesting some of them are interesting I tried to make them kind of interesting I, it was a, a whole nother approach though because I was me just talking which I don't really do on my main show and I don't even do it here right we talk together I, I don't occupy all the space or have to do it all by myself so but on that show it was all by myself and, you know and that's weird I don't really do that that much you know, now that you mention this, like through your whole career, since I've met you, since your whole career, you have been a um, lone worker. Even though you've had a team, you've, you've you know, you've uh, overseen teams of many, 50 more or more people. I had 250 people. Yeah, 250 at one point. point. You've been a lone worker. You've, you, you... You, they do all those team building where they show you that you can do better with the team and you never did better with the team. I, the, the team brought me down. The team brought you down. And <laughs> so you took that opportunity to tell the team, get your, your shit together. But so you, No, but I, my, I've been so, helped a ton. I, I, I joke about that, but no, I mean, I've totally been supported by a lot of people. No, I, exactly. This is my, and, this is my point. And the thing is, like, now... Now this is the one time in your life when you truly have been, um, you do this all by yourself. You really do need these people to talk to, too. You're, you uh, do need more people than just yourself. Well, yeah. And well, it's kind of funny, too, because, I, you know, where I'm at now, you know, having sort of stepped back from a lot of that, I realize how difficult of an employee I've always been. I mean, I feel for all the bosses that have ever had to... I've had to report to or had to take over me. Okay, here's a little, here's a here's a little story. <laughs> we weren't even married yet. No. We were not even married yet. We were engaged, getting married, and you were shipped off to work on a project in another state, other side of the country, and you were being a freaking diva. But you were being a diva, but they 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 screwed you there. And I got a call from your boss saying, you need to get him under control. <laughs> I go, what are you talking about? First of all, you have no Actually, business calling you, you me. You didn't even get a call from my boss. You got a call from my boss's boss. Yes, boss. I did. I did. You got a call from a few bosses up. A few bosses up saying, get him under control. And I went, 
get him under control for what? He, you, David and I are fine. What's your problem? <laughs> and I was so young, so, so young. Because I think, what, we got married when I was 12, 13? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get permission from everybody? <laughs> from the state. From the state, from yeah, your parents, everyone. No. But I was so young, and I was sitting there going, "How I can't screw this up for him. What's what's going on?" And they really, so yeah, you you are have been a difficult employee throughout the years. Yeah. One one employer even brought you a uh, bought you a drum set to say you need to work out some stress. <laughs> <laughs> so. And I, I remember. But saying, I feel for all those bosses that have had to deal with me over the years. Well, you know, with age, you mellow with age. But I remember also sitting at a um, a dinner at one of the parties and a lot of people talking and someone just going off on how difficult you were being. And by the way, you were correct. She should have been listening to you because she was way off base. She should have been listening to you, and she was going on and on about how difficult you were to work with. And the guy kept hitting her next to her, going, "Shh." She goes, stop it. What are you doing? She goes, I'd like to introduce you to his wife, Lisa Beckmeyer. She goes, well, she knows what an asshole he is. <laughs> but no, he wasn't an asshole. He was just knew what he, what how things worked. And she she needed to get her shit together. But anyway, those are those are old days. We could we could do a whole show just on old days. Yeah. No one would be interested. You know why? Because we're old. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but there's one thing I did want to talk to you about. All right, let's finish with that. Um, so um, we, it, I don't think we've made it any secret. We live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, and with the climate change, we're getting less fog. You think so? Is that, is no, that no, no, someone, no, I don't think so. That's what somebody says. I mean, some scientist says. Uh, this is a KQED report. Okay. KQED is our local NPR station. Um so and so the the thing about that is what does that mean? I don't know what does that mean. Well, one of the things why we have such you know we there's a lot of farming in in um, Monterey Valley as we go to Monterey, and the reason that they do so well there is because of the fog. So things ripen slowly. They they you know the fog waters the those crops. They ripen slowly. So they're sweeter, bigger, better quality of um, uh, farm product than inland where things need to be uh, irrigated and uh, they, um, it's so hot that things ripen faster. So there's a huge difference from things, strawberries, artichokes, broccolis, asparagus that are grown closer to the ocean. And for that, it's because of the fog. Hmm, okay. And I never thought about fog farming, and it's actually called fog farming. I did not know that. I did not know that either, and we're going to be driving through the fog farming here soon. Mm-hmm. And when I do that, I'm going to be looking at the farms completely different. Um, but since the 1950s, the um, fog has declined 30%. Hmm, that's a short amount of time to, to change short, that much. Yes. Although, I guess there's always near-term changing you know that does. There are cycles where things change, in you know, up and down like that, in in short windows every once in a while. So that, you know, I don't know if that's a guarantee that that's climate change, right? Or are they saying they pretty much know it is? And they very much know it is. And then the other thing that uh, we've always grown up with is that sourdough was always sour, 
sourdough bread. I guess they do have it countrywide now, but they, when we were younger, sourdough bread was really only here, Northern California. And it, sometimes it was in Southern California they could ship it. But the difference is, is that because of the because of the fog and the bacteria that's in the air. That's the whole point of the thing. That's what makes the sour San Francisco sourdough, San Francisco sourdough. Right. So that is going to change. We have they have to. They can't do any old school starters anymore or whatever. Well, the starters are just going to be different. It's mm-hmm. going to be different, but. Um, I, I, you know, it used to be you go to the airport, you know, and it was always, you, you know, you could buy a whole bunch of stuff to take wherever you're going. And I remember being in the San Francisco airport and go, oh yeah, buy a bunch of sourdough. And I'm like, what for? I don't, I don't get it. Also, seize candy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, really? Do we really need need, need those nuts and chews? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we need those. <laughs> I know, I know. But um, it is true that the sourdough that's made here is very different than any place else in the world. And it is because of the air. It's 100% true because of the air. So that was, I found this article um, a little sad because you would think things would change slowly and we wouldn't have to um, deal with it. But we do have this little bit of reverse thing. Like right now, the weather in San Francisco is amazing. Usually much warmer than usual and beautiful, and that we do have the the summer is when the fog is mo- most thick. Mm-hmm. We've been to baseball games. I can't tell you how many times. And it doesn't matter. We have a, a baseball kit that we go to San Francisco Giants games. It includes hats, mittens, blankets, um, extra ja- extra sweaters, whatever. We just take that, we just grab that backpack, we go. And sometimes you need it, sometimes you don't. And I can't tell you how many times we've loaned those out to tourists sitting <laughs> next to us who thought they were going to a summertime baseball game. In a normal city. And I said, oh, oh, honey. <laughs> They're like in shorts and T-shirts. They're in and, shorts and T-shirts. And it's like just howling wind. And it's, right. it's a wet wind, too, because the air is wet. Right. And you're up in those seats. You're up in the altitude a little bit. Yes. And this wet wind is blowing by. It's so cold. And there's been so many times we've sat next to people who were, there was their first um, San Francisco Giants game. And I just pull out our backpack and hand them a blanket. They, they're like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Where you and I have also got our mittens on and our got, toques. Yeah, got our toque on. Our toque on. <laughs> All right. So if the um, – but, I mean, this is all part of evolution as well, too. But climate change is really cutting the fog down fast. Hmm, interesting. I guess yeah. I hadn't heard about that. I mean, I did see a thing about – you know, that the 2030 is now the prediction for when we cross over. And I, I think you have to worry about catastrophizing some of this. But, um, you know, there's a lot of people worried about this crossing over like this to centigrade or to um, Celsius change. Well, I mean, I also was just caught the tail end, so please don't hold me to any of this. But I was listening to some of it where, you know, they're planning on having a million dollar million barrels more of oil every year be, because of the population as the population keeps growing we're just, fossil fuels there's not use of fossil fuels is not going down it's not not going down, going down enough it, it's it's not going to go down well 
it's it's got to go down a little bit. You're not going to get rid of it though. That people that think are suddenly are not going to get rid of it any anytime soon. It's going to be around for a while. But I mean, we do have to reduce our consumption of all those all those fuels for sure. You could have said we have to reduce our consumption. Period. Well, and I don't know. I think our energy gluttony is not going to go down. So we just got to find alternative energy sources, right? So right. I mean, we got to use them all: hydrogen, you know, electric. We got to use. There has to be a combination of everything. You have to do a combination of everything: solar. And, you know, if we have figured it out, you know, I mean, the physicists over here have done that nuclear experiment. They finally got, uh, they put less energy in than they got out. You know, they got more energy out than they put in for the first time. So you figure that's commercially something that's going to be happening over the next some number of decades. that You'll have a commercial viability of that. You know, and once that happens, you'll have, you know, you sort of figure out where you're going to get all this hydrogen, whatever. But then, you know, for every hydrogen, uh atom you'll produce quite a bit of energy so you won't burn it up that fast as fast as just burning it like fuel so if that happens we'll all have nuclear little nuclear power plants in our cars in our trucks in our houses and we'll, we'll be good we'll be all good <laughs> it's like star trek will we? <laughs> well we no will. but i mean we have to do all this stuff we because will. we have we, to we will be good i mean you think about the 70s where every you know there was total gas crisis and People were thinking, how are we not going to, um, we have to, you know, um, not use so much gas and we'll all do these little cars and everything. And that didn't, didn't last. So we do have these crises every once in a while, but we do have to do something. Yeah, we have to but, reduce. But, but you can't this, eliminate it. The people that think we're just going to overnight eliminate it, it's not no, going to happen. Well, and overnight, they, what is it, tw uh, 2030? 2030, where they're supposed to be all electric vehicles, you're sadly mistaken. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. And yeah. and the more you force it, the more pushback you're going to get. Mhm. Mm yeah, we, things people won't aren't won't accept that much of change because the infrastructure will not be adequate in 2030. Right. For it. But but, but I think certainly more. There'll definitely be more. There's already a lot more and there'll be more. So one of the big huge um I was I wasn't going to bring this up yet. I was going to wait, wait. But one of the big, huge icebergs in Antarctica... It's moving around and melting. ...has broken away and is now free and floating around. And it's, you know, so what's going what's gonna to happen? It's going to cool the oceans, right? Or no? They say it's not going to have that big of an impact, oddly enough. It's just an overall sign of everything, but that one iceberg isn't going to have that much impact. Is kind of what I read. But I could have that wrong. Well, we're going over a little bit, so we better wrap up. Um, Do we have a time limit? I don't know for sure. Someone have to tell me that. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, you don't have a time limit. You can do whatever you want. Do whatever I want. All right, folks. Well, I do appreciate everybody that listened in. We got several fellow folks on here. So if um, if that's it for the night, I guess we'll call it a night. We'll call it a night, and um, we should be back here next week. I don't think we have anything um, in the way this weekend. Just a little snorty dog. Just a little snorty dog. Got that a racetrack, but I'll be back in time. That you love so much. I do, she even though she's a pain in the butt. <laughs> she is, but she's totally your dog, man. She loves you so much. Oh. Okay. All right, folks. And by the way, love you. Love you. Cheers again. Cheers again. We need a refill. We do need a refill. All right, good night, folks. Take night. care.